Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show, created in 2008. Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each conversation, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Our focus is to preserve the hip-hop culture and introduce the future upcoming stars. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Megan The Stallion, The Baby, Currency, MC Light, Jay Prince, Dead Prez, Razcast, and more. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to get automatic updates of each episode. Keep politicking with Poe on social media at Poe Politicking. Visit our website, PoePolitikin.com, for more exclusive content. Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now, we're live on YouTube. Check us out on Amazon. What else we on? Apple and Spotify. One, two, one, two, and place to be with Wild Boy Cuba. How you doing? Yo, what up, what up, what up? I'm doing okay. How you doing? 
I'm good, man. Why you why you say you wild boy? What you be doing? <laughs> What's that about? You really want to know? Well, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying, growing up here in, in, in the Heights on Dykeman area, um, you know, everybody called me Wild Boy. They gave me that name. I didn't give myself that name. You know what I'm saying? I used to be like a party animal, you know, always, you know, doing some wild shit, just wilding out in the street, you know, rapping and singing and dancing and drinking and getting myself into fights and all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they gave me that name Wild Boy, because I just wasn't scared to do anything that was kind of like daring, you know? So where you from? I'm from the Heights, from Dykeman, um, you know, here in New York. Um, yeah, I would say, I, I think that's New York, because I know Dykeman yeah. like, got a basketball, some basketball related out there, right? Yeah, you got the, the Dykeman um, Park right there, um, 204. Because um, I think you know, can play it on 2K. You can play a Dykeman on 2K, one 2K. Yeah, of course. You know, Dykeman is famous for that. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, was born there on the, in Dykeman Projects and went to St. Jude. Then I also went to St. Jude, you know, elementary school. You know, um, a lot of famous basketball players be going out there in Dykeman. So everybody knows Dykeman. Yeah, I'm in San Diego. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, everybody. Well, right. Okay. So, uh, so how did you get involved with music? Um, you know, when I was a kid, I mean, I always loved music. Just writing my, you know, writing music in school. I was, I was always in school, but I wasn't really, you know what I'm saying, doing any type of work in class, in the classroom. And the teachers was just like thinking I was doing, you know, homework and stuff in the classrooms. And I, and I, I really wasn't when I was actually just writing rhymes and trying to create new songs, you know, since I was like in sixth, seventh grade. So I must have been like 12 around there and you know high school came around and that's when it really like you know got serious i got home you know when my crib used to get like on my computer i had my own little microphone my little apps and stuff to create my music you know i had boys who made beats and we used to get together and just write music you know what i mean in my house in their crib you know in high school you know just being you know going to the hallway and Freestyle, you know, freestyling like battling, like you know, you're you know, writing your rhymes and battling each other in the hallway and stuff. So that's how it all got started. Um, and then eventually I moved on to um, to Spanish, so that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, man, I don't know. I was asking you about that one song, I was dancing my ass off. I was like, What the hell he saying? I don't know what you were saying, but I was dancing my ass off to that uh, Beethoven. Tengo una nota, no la toca ni Beethoven. That shit happened. <laughs> I was like this way. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and you get behind somebody on that one. That's the type of music, you know. That's the type of music I like to do now. You know, back in the um, in the in the late '90s, early 2000s, you know, it was all about hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody wanted to be like Nas, like Tupac, like Biggie. I mean, me personally, you know what I'm saying? My favorite rapper was Pun. You know what I mean? So. Everybody want to do that that hardcore hip hop, but now things have changed. You know what I mean? And um, I'm happy that I'm able to come out with this dembo stuff. You know, um, in my Spanish roots. You know, I'm Dominican, I'm Cuban. You know, I mix them all together, and I give them that flavor. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy that I can make people dance and enjoy themselves and have a good time. You know, so Beethoven was created for that. You know what I'm saying? So within, we were trying to figure out what, what's the song about. 
Beethoven is just about being drunk and lit. Nota means lit. Like, nota means that, you know, you, you drunk or you high, you know what I'm saying, off a of bud. You know what I mean? I ain't talking about nothing else. Just bud and liquor. You know, yeah. party environment. Um, hookah, smoking hookah. You know what I'm saying? Mostly hookah. I don't really mention, like, you know what I'm saying, bud and stuff like that. But, you know, it's 2021. Everybody smokes bud. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's what I talk about in the song. You know what I mean? Tengo una nota, no la toca ni Beethoven. My note, I'm so lit. My note is so high that Beethoven couldn't reach it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Beethoven can't touch it. So it's kind of like a metaphor in the in the hook. So I'm gonna say, uh, are you influenced by I know like the like the Pitbulls or like the Bad Bunnies? Them, they're the only ones I really know. Like, like it might be more, but I don't know too many more. But do they influence you any? Of course, of course. I listen to them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Bad Bunny's a beast. He comes out with a lot of crazy, crazy ideas, and you know he's super creative. You know what I'm saying? So um, I definitely you know listen to him. Um, Osuna, I listen to Anuel. Um, you know, Mike Towers, a lot of these uh, uh upcoming artists as well that aren't famous, you know, what I mean, are, are really coming up, you know, they're very, very creative and, and very talented. So, you know, just in and everything, just I just try to keep myself and my ear out there to see what's going on, you know, what I mean, so I don't lose that, you know, what I mean, yeah, I take that back though. I like Cap G too, I think his stuff's pretty cool. Who, Kato G, Cap G. Who that? Like, he's like K-A-P-G. Yeah, Cap G. You know heard him? Cap G? Yeah. I heard of, I heard of Gato G. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Gato so, G is a female. Huh. That's cool. I would say, so what else, what, uh, what else are you working on right now that you've been working on? Uh, I'm working on, um, I got this new song coming out with Chimbala. I don't know if you know who Chimbala is. Chimbala is uh, this Dominican artist uh, who's very popular. And he's um, right now he's, he's really, really, really like on the top of the charts when it comes to Dumbo in Dominican Republic and here in New York too, you know what I'm saying? And in Spain and, you know, in different parts of the world as well. Um, so we coming out with this song called El Adero, Ice Cream Truck song. Um, coming out now February, and um, after that, I'm gonna be dropping like two or three songs every uh, you know every two three months, dropping off two three more songs coming after this project because you know we just got into this deal and we you know we was able to to finish that off. So you know promoting the record, we know you know we're gonna wait a little while after we drop the song to continue to drop the rest, and after that probably drop an EP. So how how would you uh? Describe your sound to people. We could talk I about saw, I got different types of sounds, you know. Um, I do a lot of party music because I like to party. Wild boy. You know what I mean? I like the ladies, and I like the ladies that party, and I like to make the ladies have a good time in the party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's, that's mainly what I focus on right now. But I do romantic. I do trap. I do gangster. Um, whatever I'm really in the mood for, you know what I'm saying? Some days I could wake up and I'm feeling romantic. Some days I wake up and I'm feeling violent. Some days I wake up and I'm feeling happy and I'm ready to party again. So I want to talk about that, you know, but I do everything. I do dumbo, 
Hey, you fuck around, I do a bachata, merengue. I don't care. Whatever I feel like, you know, to do that day. And describe your creative process when you're making music. My what? Creative process. My creative process? Well, you know, I just sit here. Sometimes I don't really have a, a, a particular place to, to, to write. You know, I just got to feel inspired. Um, It just kind of just hits me out of nowhere. Like, ooh, I feel, ooh, I have this idea. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Anything can inspire me. I can sit here and watch TV and get an idea. Like, oh, okay, let me sit here real quick. I might take a notebook, you know, sit here and write a, a couple rhymes or whatever. Or I would just get on my phone and start writing around. Sometimes I don't even write anything. I just remember it. And the top of my head, come back, go back to the studio and put that in there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have like a particular method to how I do things. I just do things, you know, how I feel about it. Like I always tell, I always tell people music is a feeling, you know, it doesn't really come up from here. You know what I'm saying? It comes from the heart. You know what I mean? From at least in my case. You know what I mean? So if I'm feeling something, sometimes the brain, yes, yeah, is working, obviously, but it's really like automatic. You know what I'm saying? It's coming from the heart. What's up? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, <clears throat> so how's everything like uh, far as like, uh, you know, going with dealing with COVID, how that affected uh, affect you any or not really? Of course, man. That COVID, that shit sucks, bro. What you gonna do about this COVID thing? I mean, you know, you gotta take it, take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. That's what you can do. You know what I mean? I try to stay focused on my music and do as best as I can. Sometimes I can go to the studio. Sometimes we can't. Uh, when we had the lockdown, the studio was locked down. You know, shut down as well. But I took the time to to stay in the in the house and and you know and create new music. You know what I'm saying? So, um. I'm just grateful, man. I'm just grateful that that I'm still here, that my family's here with me. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people out there have been a victim of COVID and lost a lot of family members and stuff, you know, so my heart goes out to them. And um, I'm just been one of the lucky ones and I'm blessed and I thank God every single day to continue to protect me and my family. You know what I mean? And able to provide for my family, you know, so all I could do is just, I mean, to sit around here and wait and hope that things get better. You know what I mean? I'm not a politician. I'm not a governor. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a citizen like everybody else. So all I could do is just sit here and hope and pray that everything, you know, gets better. Wear my mask and do the best I could do to contribute to, to make things better. And what you think about, you watch that Capitol Hill stuff a couple of days ago? Yo, well, when they when they went in the Capitol, yeah, yeah, they bugging. Yeah, they were saying <laughs> we got a. Uh, I was looking on the news. They talking about um, FBI issued a warning. Talking about, I guess they're trying to go through all all fifty states at the same time. They're trying to do that next. Yeah, go ahead. Tell them yeah. to go do it. Yeah, I want to see what's gonna happen. They think this is a game. This is not a game. Can't go out here and just jump into the capital of the United States of America and think nothing's gonna happen to you. What you think just because you know you're a Trump supporter that he's gonna come and save you? <laughs> yeah, you know? what, what are some of your interests outside of music? Um, I'm really into well, 
one of my first loves is always boxing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to do as far as like exercising, exercising in my hobbies, you know, go to the gym, you know, do a little boxing here and there. I haven't been doing it much lately, but I got to get back on that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I was always into martial arts as a, as a young kid. So I really like that contact sport. So I do that as a hobby as well as, um, I used to work construction and I like to, to, to work with my hands and, you know, working electrician. And I still, you know, I still do that. Just, just today I went to my boy's crib and I was like, he's like, yo, I need you to put up a life picture, man. Can you help me, man? I was like, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go over there and help you out. You know what I'm saying? You know, I enjoy doing that as well. You know, I enjoy doing regular, you know, that anybody can enjoy doing, you know what I'm saying? Besides my music, I, I like to go out for a little drive and chill out. Relax my mind. I like to go to the park, shoot around. You know what I'm saying? I like to I used to come to the kitchen. If I'm bored, I cook something up. I even go on YouTube and check out some meals or something. Pa pa pa. Come up with that. You know? Simple things like that. Enjoying, you know, the simple things in life, especially now in these times that we're going through. I'm say, give me a good boxing combo. What's your go-to boxing combo? We try to knock somebody out. It's the, it's the one two, man, but my right hook is crazy. I just dip, you know, whoop, dip down to the to the right bow, come right over with the the right hook. Who your, who your favorite? Who's some of your favorite boxers? Like the words. I got a few, man. Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Leonard, um, Joe Lewis. Um, I got a few, man. Julio Cesar Chavez, Macho Camacho. Um, uh, who else? Right now, I don't really have a favorite boxer right now. And this, you know, in this particular era in boxing, I don't. I think they're all regular to me. I, I'm an old school type of uh, fan. You know what I mean? Like, I've been watching boxing. I mean, I remember watching my first fight when I was like four years old. Like, I, I could remember watching it. You know what I'm saying? The first fight that I watched that I remember watching was Buster Douglas against Mike Tyson. Hmm. And I and I, I I started crying. Why you started because he's lost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, I ain't hear you say nothing about what about Tito, man? Um uh yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was also one of my you know, I was a fan of Tito. Kodo too, because when they cute what were they Cuban? Him and nah, uh, Puerto, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, both on Puerto Rican. Him yeah. and uh, Kodo. Yeah, my bad I'm messing them up. Yeah. yeah, we've had a lot of Cubans. We had a lot of amateur great fighters, but as yeah. far as professional, you know, professional. I, I read it was like one real good guy, and they was trying to get him to fight Ali, but he never fought him. It was a heavyweight. It was real good. Other than was kick chocolate, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was reading about. Uh, was you like you ever been to Cuba? Like lived in Cuba? Nah. Uh, not him. Um. My bad, it's not Kid Chocolate. It's some other guy named Stevenson. He was a Cuban guy, heavyweight fighter. Yeah. Something like something like that. It was a long time ago. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember. But what you asked me before? No, I shit, I was asking, have you ever been to Cuba? Nah, I haven't been to Cuba, bro. My father got here in 1980 in the Mariel Harbor. And after that, he never went back. So we uh that's gonna be one of my um it's one of my goals to get my father get back to um to Cuba, and I, I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, cause I was I used to I had read this thing. I don't know how true it is, 
But I was I was read something like you know how they was trying to um, portray Fidel Castro. But I had I had read something. It was like for any black people that went to Cuba, they could have went to school over there for free. But they never like advertised that. But they said that was like a thing. Like you can go to school over there for free. Like you want to go for doctor or whatever. Yeah, you could do a lot of things out there for free, man. That's the funny thing about communism. I don't really like to get into the politics, but I'll oh. say this, man. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you like, yeah. you, uh, I'm gonna say this much: I ain't no communist. Uh, well, you say what's a what's a good business to start right now? As far as what? Just in general, just in this climate, what do you think is a good business for someone to start? Buy houses. Mm. You know, get into real estate. I think that's a good business. Also, you know, me particularly, I like to like, if I get into real estate, I have my own company as far as electrical carpeting and sheetrock and all that stuff. So I can have that already incorporated into into that type of business. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, I was going to say the same thing. Even when people say real estate, like that shit is like, yeah, you got some shit like how you doing it. Yeah. But just don't jump into real estate and you don't know how to build shit or you don't know nobody that can build some shit for you because you gonna have to do some of that shit if you know <laughs> or you yeah. Gotta it. so yeah I remember, I remember back in the day man my granddad owned some damn houses man but he never wanted to pay to get that shit fixed so we used to be out there fixing shit man I hate that shit <laughs> yeah. but now you should have taken advantage of that man I tell you this much you know my my number one thing right now is my music that's 110%. But you always got to have plan B. No matter what. You know? So look look right now, this COVID situation is going on with this music. A lot of these artists, they just, they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not producing much. What they're doing is they're pretty much, you know, making videos, putting it on YouTube, getting money off of that, getting money off of Spotify. But that it really isn't that much money. You know what I'm saying? All the um traveling and going out to performances and stuff like that, that's on hold. You know, all the club scenes and all that. That's how you make this money. You know what I mean? You go out on tour. You know what I mean? And and, and right now, that's on hold. So if that's on hold, you got to figure out another way to feed your family. You know what I'm saying? So I go back to my electrical stuff and I do that. Yeah, I think, I think like on some real shit, man, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, this shit might going to weed out some people, man. Because, you know, you got a lot of people that's just really into it for the money. So if you just really into it for the money, you might not last right now because you gotta really just really love music sometimes. You know, it can't always be about the money all the time. Or I'm tripping. <laughs> nah, you're right. The money's important. You don't want to do anything for free. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you know, I mean, if you don't even get money now, how you gonna pay these bills? You know what I'm saying? But that's not what's important. In the long run, you're gonna end up making more money. You know what I'm saying? If you don't just focus on the money right now. Yeah, you know what I mean, you focus in the passion. You you, fo you po focus in in the process of getting there. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like in this movie that I saw, you know, the Biggie movie. It showed that what, what Puffy told her, you don't chase the money, man. Chase the dream. <laughs> hey, guess who I just got to talk to before you? Who? The guy that played Biggie. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. You just said that. That's crazy. Right. Yeah, but then, I mean, and then even I'm just saying, too, like, yeah, it's money, but it's art. So, like, same time, like, you can have, like, it don't matter how much money you have. If you don't have good music, you don't have good music. You cannot, 
some you can't give someone a million dollars and make them make a high song if they don't have it in them. Like you gotta have that art too. So I just look at it like that sometimes too. It can't just be everything ain't about the money all the damn time. Like shit. Nah, it definitely isn't. But you know what I'm saying? For me, like you just said right now, if you didn't make a good music, you know what I'm saying, and you're just not making good music. But I don't feel like there's such thing as bad music. I feel like there's always somebody out there who's going to listen to your song, even if it's trash. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's music for everybody. There's a lot of music out there that I listen to, and I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm not a big opera type of fan. You know, I don't know much about opera, uh, you know, opera or opera. How do you say opera? opera. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> no, know, opera I, type, though. I like opera a little bit. That's it. it depends what you're listening to, where you at. So opera, though. Yeah, I listen to it whenever I want to bug out. I don't know. I just listen, you know, I you know get a good laugh and shit. I don't know. I, I'm not a really. I'm not saying this bad music. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not a fan of it. So, you know, also other type of music that I'm not a fan of. You know, um, I'm not a fan of some of this uh, new hip hop that's going on now. You know what I'm saying? Not all of it. Some some of them I like. Some of them I don't. You know, I'm a big fan of Drake. You know what I'm saying? I think he's awesome. You know what I mean? Um, so a lot of these music, a lot of these songs and music, I, I don't really particularly like or enjoy. But they don't, it don't mean it's trash. You know what well, I'm saying? Some of, yeah. I'm not going to say just my definition of, of that is I'm not necessarily like, because I might not like it, but my whole thing is the quality there. So does it sound right? Does it sound like you mixed it? Do it sound like you took some time to write the song? Like, you just can't throw no shit out there and then expect people to like it. So I just look at it like it still has to be just on the Mr. Master, like quality aspects of something that you got to present to people. It should be in there. So I just look for that. Like, I don't got to like the song necessarily, but, like, I see the artist. He got everything lined up. He's telling his business. I know somebody like him, so I need to run with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, that's not my job. But if the quality's off, it's my job to say, nah, bro. Get that quality right and come back later. That's a fact. I mean, people who know about music, you know what I'm saying, such as myself, you, you know what I mean, and um, people in the industry, they look at stuff like that, you know what I mean, obviously. But a lot of these kids coming out, you know, dropping these songs on YouTube and on, on IG, you know what I mean, and uh, iCloud and stuff like that, they don't even care, bro. A lot of these kids just go ahead and drop these songs and it, it sounds horrible. And when you go... And check how many views they got. Like, I got like 100,000 views. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why I always say, like, it's not trash, bro. Whatever you got, go ahead and, and drop it. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, like these, you know, people listen to anything, bro. It's just, the, the world is just too big, bro. You know what I mean? So uh, what's your plans for the rest of the year? Uh, right now, you know what I'm saying? Just waiting around. Hopefully this COVID thing is under control. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with the vaccine situation, but I don't want to get into that. Um, I got my plans is, like I said, I'm dropping this song at Alero with Chimbala in February. And after that, you know, we off to the races. We're going to be dropping a whole bunch of other songs, maybe a, um, a EP at the end of the, um, by September, and, um, you know, probably going out and traveling to Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, hopefully go to Colombia and film some videos out there, some music videos out there. And hopefully this this pandemic situation, you know what I'm saying, clears up and it's time to um to go back to work, you know, go back on tour, go back to Spain. You know what I'm saying? I get a lot of love in Spain. You know, Beethoven blew up in Spain. Um, 
you know, went out there on tour three times. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a great time. We, we performed in one of the biggest clubs out there in, in Spain. And it was awesome. Um, you know, the people love Beethoven out there and they just can't wait to get some more. So we're ready to give them more. You know what I mean? So I will say too, like, like, cause you said you went to uh, like Spain, start like doing Spanish uh, music. Uh, did you, did you, I know, I noticed you got a lot of plays and streams. So did that happen after you went to the Spanish music or did you already have those plays before? Nah, um, I started my music, my professional like music career as a Spanish artist. And oh, my okay. first song, and my first song that I ever dropped, and my first song as far as Dembo, my first Dembo song that I ever wrote was Beethoven. And um, I'm an unknown, I was an unknown artist. You know what I mean? And I don't know, I just got, I guess the song was good enough. And, I, and you know, by God's will, I was able to get to where I'm at. And um, being an unknown artist, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and being able to get all these views and, and being able to go out there in Spain and, you know, went to Barcelona and Madrid was able to perform in front of 20,000 people in front of a whole bunch of, you know, other artists that are, you know, very famous, like Nyango Flo, Karo G, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these artists, um, don't go mal, um, you know, just to be on the same stage as these guys, Farruko, you know, and um, as an unknown artist, and this to be my first time ever on stage and just being out there in front of 20,000 people who already knew my song was incredible. It was like, yo, what the, what is going on here? It's like I'm in the twilight zone, you know what I mean? So we're going to keep this going. We're going to keep this rolling. And we're dropping this Ice Cream Truck song on February. Uh, not too sure about the date yet, but it's definitely going to be, you know what I mean, early February. So I want everybody to be um, to be ready. All right, man. What would you like to say to your fans and supporters? I want to say thank you so much for the support. Wild Boy Cuba, we're here, and we're about to drop all these new hit songs. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't go nowhere that we're about to change the game. That's all I got to say. We're about to change the game, and I appreciate all the support, all the love that I've been getting, and I just can't wait to show you guys what else we got. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Yo, thank you, bro, and thank you for inviting me, man. I appreciate you. All right, man. You on? What's your social media again? Wild Boy Cuba. Just like it's spelled, just like that. Wild Boy Cuba, C-O-O-B-A. You can catch me on Facebook, IG, Twitter. I'm on YouTube. Check out Wild Boy Cuba, Beethoven, if you never checked it out. Beethoven is the my first Dembo song that we dropped March 8th. And, um... We dropping the remix too, so don't forget about the remix. The remix is fire. We got Rafa Pavón, we got Lito Quirino, we got Michael de la Calle, uh, Micha. Um, what else we got? We got somebody else in there. Oh, yeah, we got Wild Boy Cuba in there too, my man. <laughs> you got any shout outs? I want to give a shout out to my team, Active Out Music. Uh, want to give a shout out to my fans. Thank you so much for the support. Popolitikin.com. The Popolitikin Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner 
wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.